Bonjour. Welcome to another live stream edition of Cafe Day Renee. James here, joined once again, once again, bleh, joined once again by Jonah and also at the start of the show, Mr. Renee Dupree. Bonjour, gentlemen. Aloha. Aloha. Hello. Aloha. What's going on, no, everybody? No carnival today? Or not in the mood? Uh, I'm all carnival. I don't give a shit. Uh, guys, I'm going through a midlife crisis. All right. I'm going to be 39 years old in three days. It's my 10 year wedding anniversary in two days. I feel your pain, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 10 years. I've been married yeah. for 13, something like that. Jonah, you're single? Yes. No. Yes. Well, he says yes. You said what? What the fuck? Yes, you're you're single now. Okay, I am. I am. Yes, be a bachelor for the rest of your life. Trust me. <laughs> if it's if I'm taking advice from you guys, I mean, I don't know, but don't take don't take my advice. <laughs> <laughs> Renee, nobody would believe you're 39, though. Really, I mean, you're looking uh, good for 39 years old. Felt, if they felt the way I wake up every morning, they think I'm a lot older. Trust me. I, wish, I got these things growing out of my wrists. I'm still waiting for those freaking x-rays to get back. Canadian healthcare system is, uh, well, it's it's nice because it's free, but it takes like forever, right? But right. anyway. Same over here. Yeah. Yep. NHS, baby. Anyway, what's the news? Give us the scoops. We got clips today. So let's we like... Do. Um, yeah, a lot of cool stuff. We'll start off with one of your former colleagues, Renee, uh, William Regal. Oh, crap. That's a power cut. What is that? Storm. I'm going to be out in a minute. Uh, right. I'll, I'll do this quick. That'll be two seconds. Regal's uh, officially left AEW and he's returning to WWE in January. And his position looks like he's going to be the uh, vice president of WWE. Well, that's no surprise. Now, was it, it was it the vice president of WWE? Or was it just a vice president like position with it? I don't. I couldn't tell because doesn't that seem huge? Something like that. Yeah. Um, something like that. Well, obviously, him and Triple H have been friends since beginning of the nineties. But I'm going to sort this power out before the Undertaker attacks me, Mo Benny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, no surprise. But it looks like... no, it's no surprise with. Um, Regal. So he'll probably be go around and do what he did before the pandemic and like scout talent worldwide and all that shit. And basically, yeah. he's like he's like the Pat Patterson to Vince or the you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, he's and he he's going to be a great right hand man. I'd, I'd assume for uh, the son-in-law, right? But I think. Um, I saw a quote somewhere from an interview that Regal did that he was actually the only person yet to be paid by both companies at once. Cause when he left WWE, he was under both a uh, talent contract and uh, I guess like an agent or something contract. And his, the, his one contract expired, but the other one didn't. And the, the talent had a non-compete clause stopping him from going to AEW, but he, he, I guess he just texted Vince. He said, and he was like, hey, I really want to do this thing with Daniel Bryan. And Vince gave him the go-ahead. So he was able to get his check from AEW. 
his first one and still being paid by WWE until that ran out. Wow. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I also heard a thing about Carl Anderson. He's going to be, uh, he's still going to be able to work for New Japan. Yep. Yeah. Wrestle Kingdom, right? Yeah. That was big. Not only that, they're going to let him do more dates. So, like, that's a first. That's like times are changing, man. Like, I think the son in law realizes, okay, we're so big, nobody can touch us. And this might actually be a good thing to, especially now with the internet where so many people can see so many different promotions as opposed to like back in the 80s and 90s where unless you were a tape trader, you didn't really know about other wrestling promotions around the world, right? Yeah. In North America, for example. So that would be kind of interesting to be able to, you know, like imagine an Okada doing a fucking uh, a WrestleMania or... Oh, my God. Right? Shit like that, you know what I mean? Or like... So- uh, Roman Reigns going over to Wrestle Kingdom and have these that I think that would help boost the interest. It would for me because that would I would be a fan of that. I would actually want to tune in and see that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? No, that's like huge. What's the difference between like what they're doing now, do you think, and what they did? Like what was the rumble where they had some type of agreement? Do you remember James? Which rumble was it that was in New Japan? Had it yeah, uh ninety three. No, that was um, no, that was Tenru's War, wrestling. Oh, that was Tenru's War. Right. Um, yeah, right over Omori, uh, Tenru. Who else did that? Was uh, uh, that was a Kabuki, few. Kabuki did it. Might have been Kabuki because I know like another year as well as rather the year after, two years after, they done an agreement with like a. I don't know if it was AAA or Mexican promotion because Mil Mascaris was in there and a few Mexican oh, wrestlers dude, dude, when he you... eliminated himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. He could not be elim- no, no, amigo. You can't eliminate me. I have to eliminate myself. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he still gets booked in Japan, man. Like the last match oh. I seen him with, it was him and his brother, Dos Caras, which is um, Alberto's, uh, Alberto's father. He's like 80-some fucking years old. And it took him literally like 10 minutes to climb the top rope and do a, like a plancha that he does. And the two wrestlers was Nozawa and Kaz Hayashi. They're, they're just there trying to get <laughs> I don't know. I think Bachamania might have aired it. Possibly. Possibly. Del, um, Rio's, Del Rio's interesting, you know. He's one of them. I don't... Like, I would like to have him on, but at the same time, I would imagine there'll be some backlash to having him on, but it's like that, isn't it? I don't know. Let's um, let, let's let the fans decide. Would you like to see Alberto Del Rio on the channel? I don't... I'm not opposed to it. I mean... I'm not. Unless... I could I could get it sorted out very easily. Right? Yep. I think we had a super chat here. I don't want it to go to waste. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Bob. Midlife crisis. If Renee starts wearing a rug and driving a Beetle convertible, I'm unsubscribing. <laughs> well, um, I got a good rate on that Beetle I just bought. I'm just joking. Um, rug, you mean like a wig? Yeah. No, I'm lucky. I think I got my father's genetics where I got all my hair. So, uh, James, not so much. I don't know, you know, I, I've been paranoid I've been going bold, but... Actually, why don't you put your yeah. head down, Mr. Bell? 
Renee's got that vision. He's seen it. No, no, James, looking, looking healthy. The beard, though. Yeah, it's what, coming in. Get please. Never shave no, it again. Don't ever. ever. <laughs> that idea was it, James? That wasn't your idea, was it? No. <laughs> what do you think it's the first time i shaved in like two years and the problem is you know you said you know i work outside so the first time i shaved it off first time in two years i'm working outside the code hit me face so it's like a shaved polar bear or something uh rex thank you welcome renee Thanks, you're rex. camping in the woods you see a hungry bear which Person, are you going to push to save your life? Bruce Pritchard, Johnny Ace, Michael Hayes, or Michael Cole? Can I push all of them? <laughs> oh, dude, you see this new movie coming out? It's about a bear that gets high on cocaine. Yeah, cocaine bear. yeah, cocaine bear. <laughs> <laughs> like, are they, is Hollywood running out of fucking ideas? I actually, I heard it was based on a true story. Really. There was, yeah, there was a, a drop. Got to be loosely based, right? It was a cocaine drop back, this was probably back in the 80s, I imagine, or 90s. And it, one of the packages fell into the woods, and then a bear got into it. And I think they, they like, exaggerated some stuff for the bear, like, I don't know, but apparently the bear got into the cocaine stash and was all fucked up, yeah. What well, is it a comedy or is it a horror? I think it's a little bit of both. <laughs> have you heard of the other one uh, Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey no it's like a horror version of Winnie the Pooh coming out what happened Christopher Robin he left and he left the Pooh and whoever to, to fend for themselves but because he left them for so long they turned feral and they're trying to get into, like eating people and shit <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it looks interesting cool. Winnie the Pooh and Piglet yeah Piglet's like a hog um, but yeah, they've all turned like feral. And uh, what's the other fucking movie? There's a horror version of The Grinch coming out as well, which that would be pretty good. I think that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I must say that Jim Carrey did a really good, uh, really good job when he did The Grinch. That was years ago, right? So. Yeah, that's a live action one. It's probably the one I grew up with. That's one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that one. The little girl in that became like a proper like mainstream singer, didn't she? In the uh, Pretty Reckless, the little I think girl she in it. did. Yeah, Cindy Lou Who, right? <laughs> I think that's it. That's a, yeah. I forgot. I forgot her real name, but like she became like a rock star, and the band's called the Pretty Reckless, and quite successful. Well, that's wonderful. I'll have to check them out. <laughs> uh waldo thank you you're looking real good boys appreciate it renee can you recall the absolute dumbest pettiest reason for a scuffle that you'd be at liberty to discuss question <laughs> oh shit backstage mm-hmm. well the the paul london story with booker t when they the with jim and i drank his red bull <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I guess. Uh, what other scuffles that there was the time a uh, big show and uh, Chavo Guerrero got into it. it was just a little shoving match or whatever. Yeah, and Paul doesn't remember being right in the middle of it, but I was there. I seen it. I think it was Oklahoma. If I'm not mistaken. 
It was on a fairgrounds type fucking arena. <clears throat> Big Show was, yeah. I mean, I'm not a seven foot, five hundred pound giant, so I can imagine just every task day to day must be a struggle. So you'd probably be cranky too if you're that size, right? Yeah. But he, he was complaining about something, and Chavo had enough of it. Trying to think of other fights. The girls, too. I remember the... Who? What girls? Like, when they brought in, like, Shelly Martinez and shit like that, that's when there was a lot of fucking drama and bullshit. <laughs> yeah. High school shit. You know, people in their mid late 20s, early 30s, acting like fucking teenagers. So. Anyway. There was another, there was another, um, what's that? Super chat. <laughs> that one's pretty good. Chance. You're blocked. You're blocked, Fancy Lance. Yeah, I, I fucking give you props every week for losing weight. Go fuck yourself now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you really? Yeah, the guy lost like, the, the guy lost like, 120 odd pounds. I was like, this giving them plus. Go and fuck yourself now. People are all yeah, back see, That's the thing. That's the thing. See, he lost all that weight. Now he's getting that, cocked. Oh, so yeah, got, got a now fucking ego. All the fat jokes. <laughs> it only took like a week. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's great. Oh, we got New Zealand here. Sweet. Hey. You want to read that one, James? It's a French. Joyeux anniversaire. <laughs> okay, this is English. You can say it now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hi, Jordan, James. I can't read English. I, <laughs> I finally caught you guys live. Where's Paul? Have a good stream. Love from New Zealand. Awesome. Where's Thank you Paul? so much. Where's Paul? Where's Paul? Fuck, fuck the Paul London. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think he's actually filming a movie or a TV yeah. show at the minute. Is he? Yeah, I just he's just put a picture of him on set. Oh, cool. He's still chasing that dream, right? Yep. It's a big dream. Oh man, I got pains in my arms. Rex, thank you. Who was the creepiest guy in the locker room, Renee? Did you guys ever hear the story? I think it was uh, Teddy Long. He did like right. an interview where Viscera, because Teddy Long was known for selling Viagra to the boys. Really? <laughs> I didn't know that. And then apparently like Big Vis just took a handful of them in the locker room. Okay. And he would just sit in the locker room like, what are you doing sitting in the locker room with fucking five or six Viagra in you? What are you just staring at the boys with a major fucking heart on? Like, that's kind of <laughs> creepy, doesn't it? <laughs> And then, of course, there's that time in Japan where let's teabag him, man. Like, you know, where you want to teabag me? Yeah. 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 It's kind of creepy. Did you hear the stories he told about uh, Tony Atlas? Oh, with his foot fetish? Yeah. Uh, see, I, I, I don't <laughs> understand that, but I mean, different I for different folks, I guess. I mean, a lot of people like. Days for like pictures of like women's feet and stuff, and I you honestly, know else, you know, who else was into that shit was Gene Snitsky. Is that why they gave him the gimmick when he was looking like May Young's feet? Probably. He done it on like a WrestleMania or something, didn't he? Uh, and then there's that that little uh, 
fucking Chester, uh, the announcer back in the uh, 80s. Yeah, Mel Phillips. Yeah, I guess he was into like little kids' feet and shit, so. Yeah, well, that's why I got fired. Uh, yeah. We'll skip that. Yeah. <laughs> Got to, we got too many lawsuits. So I don't want any more. He might be dead. Yeah. So I don't know. Right. <laughs> Renee, when you lost a match, did you lose or did the other guy win? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the other guy won. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I only lose if I don't get paid. That's the only time I lose. So that only happened. Um, that only happened one well, time. Yeah, uh, well, everyone, there, thank you for joining us. Sorry. What? Uh, no, no, everyone, thank you for watching. Please hit that super, uh, hit that like button, and please send your questions. Uh, another topic, kind of keeping on AEW. Uh, the ratings for AEW. Wow. Not great. Eight eighty this past week. And, wow. Uh, Jonah. Jonah, show what? us that clip from the, the was it the pay per view or was it a dynamite? That was that was Ring of Honor uh, pay per view. It's how it's the uh, main event. Do you want me to bring it up? Yeah. What the big uh, swing? The big swing. The big, right? Yeah, the, the big swing streets. finish. Oh man, you should saw the Twitter timeline. All right, Did here. <laughs> So did uh, uh, Cesaro won that one, right? Well, this is how he wins, yeah. Yeah. He, he wins with the big it. swing? Yeah, so he, he tapped out doing it. Oh, so he tapped out doing the big swing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's different. That's cool. Yeah. I thought so. I thought it was pretty innovative for that. Like, I've never seen someone tap to the swing, so it oh, caught me off guard. Cool, actually. Ah, he doesn't have to do a triple back salt moon salt to the floor through a table and tax and I mean because that's his you never most think over, about it too. Yeah, I mean that's his most over move. The swing is his yeah. most over thing, right? So yeah, that's kind of cool. Okay, hey everybody, it's gonna be my birthday on Thursday. Yay! Off to the super chat. Get him, James. Let's yeah, what'd you give me, bud? I'm still, waiting for the, I'm still waiting for my Cafe de Rene t-shirt now. Comments. in the mail. I just saw a lot of comments, a lot of because I sent everything out and I saw a lot of people got their stuff, so that's cool. Oh, great. Oh, yeah, I need to uh, find that email address for you for the one of the 8x10s. Um, yeah, I'll find it. I'll find yeah, it. it. If you're in the chat, the guy who sent me that, I forgot what name you used. It was... Uh, it feels like Stone Papa Smurf. Or <laughs> Who was it? Uh, it could have been Stone Papa Smurf, yeah. No, the thing is, I run a business, too. Plus, I have to take care of my father, who's 86 yeah. years old and has dementia. So, I got a lot of my... I apologize. I'll get to it, I promise. Uh, let's get to these Super Chats. Rex, thanks. Tony Atlas be sneaking into women's locker rooms, sniffing the boots after their match. Wonder if Tony Atlas owns all women's wrestlers <laughs> I wonder if he goes to like because I know a lot of like wrestlers sell their like boots and stuff mm -hmm. and they, like, old wardrobes. If he goes there under like a secret screen name and buys all the women's like 
shoes and old boots and socks and stuff. I don't know. I haven't heard I heard of from him in a while because he was on he was doing a lot of stuff like this, right? Interactive uh shoot interviews and stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where he's at at all. Yeah. Um I know he's you... from Maine. Yeah, with you he was gone by the time he had his last run in WWE when he was managing uh Mark Henry, wasn't you? I just left. I had seen him at I saw his Hall of Fame induction though. Yeah. So I think he had his Hall of Fame induction, then they, they brought him back. Right? But I, I mm. left right before that. So Right. No, it's interesting. I like um what do you call it? I don't think he gets the respect like from what he'd done like historically for wrestling, like him and um Rocky Johnson, it was the fairest African American tag team to become WWF tag team champions. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people forget that. Who was the first female African American champion? Jazz. Oh no, no. Jacqueline would be one it. I, I think it is Jazz. Or wait, no, Divas. See, there's so many fucking titles. Like, does anybody know? So Divas, Divas title, it's Alicia Fox. Okay, only you would know that. Oh wow! And, <laughs> no, no. The reason the reason I know that because Alicia Fox got a shitload of fans, and they make it known that she was the first African woman, African American oh, woman, to be the US champion. Yeah. Uh, women, women's champion. Now I'm thinking, it has like, to be jazz. it's Jazz or Jacqueline, but I don't know if Jacqueline held it in the other shoot era because Sable had it, but I don't know if she ever lost it to Jacqueline. I don't know. So it might be jazz. Yeah. Wrestling trivia. If someone in the, Jacqueline, Jacqueline had briefly, but was Jacqueline or jazz first? Jazz would have been. Jazz would have been, two thousand and one, two thousand two. Two thousand three, two thousand three. Yeah. <laughs> Jacqueline was in the late nineties, but I don't know if she held the title because the. They retired the title. They brought her back with Sable where they gave her the title. And then it might, yeah, because then they fucked about with it, give it to Sable, then they give it to like Stephanie McMahon for like a year or whatever. And uh, later, I th- actually, I think I think Stephanie might have won it off Jacqueline. So it might be Jacqueline. Oh, okay. That's what we're doing for New Year's, wrestling trivia. I would love to get it, you know, in a, in a have land fun. far, far away, Renee, James was once a quiz master. James set up some quiz oh, yeah. for like 20, 20 marks. It was great. <laughs> James has too much time on his hands. Is what James I, fu- I, I fucking don't. <laughs> just me. <laughs> I, I've, only, I, I've only just got the Christmas presents this past weekend. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Well, I, I said tonight, my eldest, it was his birthday three weeks ago. It was my wife's birthday last week couple of days it's our 10 year anniversary then i've got christmas but more importantly that's my birthday in three days that's right everybody i'm turning 39 midlife crisis if, if you want to give us if you want to give renee a, a birthday present okay hit the subscribe button get us to 15k that's what we want that's what we want a great present yeah okay let's get to these super chats 
All right. Oh, we got an apology coming your way. <laughs> I meant that with respect. Master Booger is over brother, brother. Remember, more people watch Master Booger than AEW. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Wait, where is Bastion Booger now? He's dead. Is he yeah, dead? Yeah, I thought he died. Yeah. yeah. That's a shame. He was young. He was only like 50. Yeah. He was, like supposed a- to come, he was supposed to come work for my dad in 1997. But um, Bad News Brown was on the card, and they had heat stemming from the Calgary territory. So he didn't show up. Right. Yeah. Earthquake amazes me how young he actually was. Like, and he's, you know, in his top run in WWE, he was like 28 years old. Who? Was he really? Earthquake. You know, when he was feeding with Hogan, he was only like 27, 28. so old, right? Yeah, Yeah. I know. (laughs) That's all he was. 28? He looked, he looked like a guy that. in his 40s. Yeah, he, he really was 28. Did. No he hair. Was 28 years yeah, old. Yeah. The skullet. Yeah, the skullet. Yeah, I fucking looked... love to have great natural disasters. I fucking loved them. Is that what you aspire to be? Yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> and, then I'm gonna, and, and then I'm going to evolve into my Yokozuna face. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to send you all right, enough, enough of the fat jokes now. Yeah. <laughs> Making me feel uncomfortable here. <laughs> okay, moving on. Jace, thank you. Hey, Renee, there's a video online of a fan licking Randy Orton's chest at a house show in 2004. Did you have any crazy fan interactions that you could share? Yes. Here we go. I was in Toronto, Ontario for a house show. I was on the outside and I like backed up to the rail and two girls both grabbed my ass and like squeezed as hard as they could. Is that, is that what you were looking for? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I kind of got like surprised, right? I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it was like a real fucking full hand. Yeah. It was, but they were probably, I don't know, they were front row, so they were either really cute or really nerdy or really overweight or really old. I don't know. I can't remember. I remember hugging uh, an elderly woman at an ECW show. She was with her daughter. Her daughter was really attractive. And then I was, like, selling, and then I went and hugged her, and the whole crowd went, oh. So that was kind of That's cool. That's sweet. Yeah. It's a sweet interaction. Yeah, man. <laughs> What's your favorite fan moment, by the way? I think my favorite fan moment is the old granny who, who nearly killed Hulk Hogan. Oh, the Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Yeah. I remember that, yeah. That was yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, man, that's the one. When you find, like, the old woman at front row, you always, that's, like, easy heat. Yeah. Uh, and then you jaw jack with her, and then the whole crowd gets into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not enough old people in wrestling. I remember watching the Attitude Era, and you'd see these like 16, 70 year old women uh, doing the intro with like the Road Dog <laughs> doing the full intro. It used to be awesome. A lot of things used to be awesome. Yeah, that's true. Right. What What happened to that that super fan, like Vlad? Do you remember him? What? And like Vlad, they, were, they were gonna, yeah, they were gonna come out with a whole documentary on him, and they even put a trailer out, and it looks great, but it never came to fruition right is he still around yeah he is i think he's actually sick 
Um, Last I saw, I went to like WrestleCon at Houston or wherever it was, this like, oh, Dallas. And like, he was outside and I don't know if he was meeting people or just going or what, but he was, uh, he was hanging out and, um, but he looked not well. They were helping him like get to his car and stuff. Uh, Yeah. Did you, was he ever there for any of your shows, Renee? I remember seeing him at an indie show in Jersey. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't remember. I mean, I'm sure he was at some of the shows I was at, I'm, I'm assuming. But yeah. I remember seeing him um, at an indie show. And just, he, he is he is a super fan, dude. Like, yeah. It's like, hey, Renee, and a big smile and thumbs up. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, shit, man. You could watch all those old, like, Summer Slams, wrestling. He's always at the front row, dude. Even WCW shows he was at. Was he really? Yeah, you watched some of the old WCW stuff and he was there. So I, he must have, because I think he's from the Northeast. So I think he must have, because if I'm not mistaken, WCW didn't go to the Northeast very often, right? No, not as far as I know. Yeah, it was mostly a Southern southern company, right? So Okay. Let's get to these super chats. Alicia Fox, she's talented more so than many who appeared in the Diva era. Uh, same for Melina. Those two were amazing. <laughs> I agree. Did you ever see the clip? I think she's like in Germany and she starts like dropping F-bombs on the mic. Did you guys ever see that clip? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is from years ago at a house show. It was right after, because I had met up with her and Paige in Japan. We all went out to like dinner and karaoke, hung out. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then, and then it was like a month or so later, she, I see a clip that's going viral. She's in Germany, just losing her fucking mind and just dropping F bombs on the microphone. And because I think she dealt with some substance abuse issues, right? She had some alcohol issues or whatever, which well, that's, that's why she got fired. Is that, yeah, yeah. Didn't she show up drunk or something? Yeah, and Ann Anderson got fired for it as well because he let it happen. Oh, so he oh, let wow. her go there drunk? Ah, uh, okay. See, that's the thing. Like, in Arn's day, I'm sure that happened a lot. I mean, Jesus Christ, how many nights did Flair go out there hung over like a motherfucker, right? <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, all those horsemen. I mean, every night they were probably fucking hung over shit, but they still yeah. go out there and, you know, Harley Race, all those guys. Should I remember, like, the old timers when I started for my dad, like, instead of taking painkillers, their painkiller was Bacardi. And then they have the big bottle of the Bacardi, and they'd mix a couple of drinks just to loosen up before going out there, you know? Because your knees and hips yeah. are so bad, right? So. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hopefully she's – she. Uh, and I'm not judging her shit. She got, she got there extremely young, too. She was only, like, 19 or 20 when she got to that company, right? So if you do like a timeline of all the young people that got to that company in the mainstream or any mainstream entertainment where you're world famous, right? Like, uh, what's that? Uh, Carter that just uh, died? Not Nick Carter, but his brother? Uh, Aaron. Aaron Carter, right? He was only like 34. Yeah. Oh. He just, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he didn't he have like a triple platinum album, like a eight years old or some shit? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. By the way, was was we just talking about Alicia Fox or Paige who got drunk? Alicia, Alicia. Fox. 
Yeah, that's okay. Now, because I saw some people say Paige, I got confused. I'm thinking, and I didn't want to get mixed up, but yeah, it was, yeah, Alicia Fox, I think, said was right. Yeah. 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 There are Paige, there's another one who got there extremely young and had her issues with substance. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not judging because I'm, I'm very well, I'm in that boat too, that camp. So anyway, uh, it's my birthday, boys, girls. I will not Happy be birthday. on the show on Thursday because it's my birthday and I uh, don't feel like it. <laughs> so, but today is today's happy birthday to me. Let's party. Super James, sing happy birthday. James, absolutely no, no, sing James, it. no. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've, had, I've had no drink tonight. <laughs> I have, uh, I have got, we have got you. Bailey's though in the fridge, so. We'll see. Blow it up. Yeah. Uh, I've heard interviews about Sean Stasiak getting in trouble for recording audio of the guys in the locker room. Any insight on this? Yeah, I heard that too. Um, maybe it was like paranoid or something. He wanted to hear like he'd put the recorder on in his bag when he'd leave to see if anybody was talking shit about him behind his back. Wow. Yeah. Plus, he would do that in the cars too. Like he'd record, but then when the boy, the boys found out. Boy, was that heat! That's big time heat. Because, like, for the wrestlers, the, the locker room now it's changed because now anybody is allowed backstage. But for the longest time, for decades, the, the the locker room is like your sanctuary. It's like that's where you know what I mean. That's where the boys can be the boys, and that's like. You know, private kayfabe, which is a word that people know, but nobody fucking applies it anymore. It's another factor, the downfall of our business. But he, yeah, kind he of, did do that. He also uh, a few days before WrestleMania, he talked to some people in the bar or radio show. It might have been. He said, "Yeah, all the WCW guys were gonna like storm the ring during the McMahon for Shane match, and because of that." They ended up sitting in the skybox. Was it that they were going to storm the ring or that they were going to be there? It was going to like interfere with a match, I think. Oh, did he say specifically they're, they're going to... Something oh. like that. I think that was the original plans. But because it was rather in a bow, like he said to like a radio show or something like that. And because he said that, Vince was like, okay, he's just sitting up in the skybox and there he is and like Lance Storm and Stacey Keebler and that. Surprised they didn't release him right after that. Well, they buried him, didn't they? <laughs> Planet stays. They sure did. They <laughs> sure did. So, what was the East gimmick was basically every time he charged someone on screen, they would just move and he would just like <laughs> run into a, a problem yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. I just saw the one of him and Angle floating around all over the place. Angle just steps to the side and he goes right into the wall and like knocks himself out. And... Right. Yeah. <laughs> To bring him on the show. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Let's go. I think he's like a chiropractor now. He is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Question for the three of you. What's your favorite championship belt design? Mine is the Big Eagle WWF title from the Attitude Era. Same. You too, yeah. James? No. Which one's no. yours? Uh, winged eagle. Oh, that's the one I meant. The winged eagle. That's Boom. the one in the eighties, right? 
80s, 90s, Hogan, Brett, Sean, Macho Man, Warrior. That yeah, one. That one. That's the one I meant. Yeah. yeah. And the going to play. No, my answer is going to be so unpopular amongst this crowd, I feel. Um, I like something more. I feel like I really loved the. Uh, if I'm going older, I'll say like Rama Bull. I really loved. But like my, what I grew up with, I really like the spinner belt. I did. Oh, I like the spinner belt. I like it. I was there. I was there when Cena was having the meeting with the belt designer. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Where the fuck were we? He was. It was him, Vince, and like one of their marketing guys. Yeah. And he was talking about, and the reason being is for kids. Don't want to point any. Fingers. Am I pointing towards you? How do I point towards you? Oh, this way. Kids. The kids would love it, right? Yep. Which obviously. Why are you calling me a fucking kid? There's like six years between us. I'm I'm trying to point to him. Trying to point to me. Yeah, because it gives something for the kids. They have the championship belt, yay, but it's a little something extra where they can spin it. You know what I mean? As a marketing tool. Yeah, 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 yeah. It works. Yeah, it worked. Because, you know, like back then, especially during rap rap music, and then a lot of like people would have cars and their rims would spin. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit like that. So, yeah. I, I, I will admit I had these albums. <laughs> I got the album. All right, guys. I'll uh, I'll see you next week. <laughs> He's off. I'm a bad, bad man. <laughs> it's getting too marked. It <laughs> Here's another insight for you. You know who made all that rap music? It wasn't it wasn't him. Huh? It was his cousin. Really? Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. His cousin was the real talented fucking guy. Cena's cousin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Like, yeah, yeah. Rap, Cena could rap. Don't get me wrong. He was good. He was articulate. But a lot of that stuff came from his cousin. Yeah. Is that him? Bumpy Knuckles? Is that the guy? That's that his feature on the album. Is that yeah, his name? I, I, if that's his cousin, the white guy, kind of, yeah. Slim shady right. looking. Yeah. Exclusive. Nice. That's crazy. HBK's Lazy Eye. Thank you, Renee. You remember where you were when Lance came past and any funny stories about him? Yeah, I do remember. I was I was in France and I was flying back to Narita. And as soon as I landed in Narita Airport, my wife called me and told me Lance Lance was dead. And then I uh, broke down crying. Any funny stories? Oh, shit. One second. <laughs> shit. Was was there the one you told me about? Was it like the Dominatrix bar or something like that? Well, the Dominatrix bar, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We uh, one of the wrestlers, the All Japan wrestlers named Teru, and he owned a, a, a Dominatrix bar in Rapungi. That's like the red light district of Tokyo. And I had, uh, we were drinking heavily, and then uh, I had to run to the hotel. It was the um, for anybody who's ever been there, I know a lot of the boys listen to this. So there's the Ibis Hotel in Rapungi. It's right around the corner from this dominatrix bar. So I ran there, grabbed something. As I came back, I walk in and I see Lance, who 
Mind you, Lance Cable was a big man. He was 6'5", yeah. 280. And he's hoisted off the ground with his big fat ass up in the air, and this girl's whipping him. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, they're just great times, especially in Japan. In WWE, we weren't that close. I mean, him and Trevor Murdoch were probably a lot tighter and stuff, but when we toured Japan, we came really close. But I always liked Lance. He was a good, good guy. I miss him a lot. Rex, thank you. Chris Benoit, I'm surprised no one's seen any odd behavior that's unlike him. I've always wondered with JBL making the comment to read, he noted anything. JBL, to my knowledge, hasn't spoke about it. Depends who you ask. If you're asked Paul London Spanky, they would say they weren't surprised at all. Because they actually travel with them. He he traveled with Ben Juan stuff, right? Uh, a lot of guys won't say shit out of because they don't want to make the company look bad or whatever. Like, because remember, my story is like when I got out of rehab, this whole thing happened. Right? Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting and watching the news, and I'm again. I'm not going to mention who or names, but a lot of guys were like just completely bullshitting, right? Because they didn't want to make the business look bad, and they're defending the business. Because I mean, listen, they're lucky they're still in business after that. Because what a lot of people don't realize is they had to go, um, they had to stand up in front of Congress with the whole concussion issues and stuff. That was kept out of the media a lot, but like WWE, Vince, Triple H, Stephanie, like they all had to go and testify in front of Congress about concussion issues in wrestling. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I remember, uh, I remember we were in Dallas before raw taping, it was just right after this happened. And then all the boys, it was a big team meeting. All the boys and staff, everybody was up in the stands. Then Vince was talking. And then uh, he made specifically Rick Flair's, oh, Rick wants to say something to you. And Rick went off one of these, like, protect our business. Why are we going to protect our business? Protect our business. You know, don't tell the media shit. And then Vince took the mic and said, no, 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 that's not true. You should. So I think Vince specifically had Flair say that. To the guys, because if it came from Vince, then yeah. and that got leaked out. Yeah, you don't say shit to the media. If if that coming from Vince, then that could be an issue if it gets leaked out. But coming from Flair, not so much, right? You understand? Yeah, yeah. So that was that was Vince's way of telling the guys, shut the fuck up and don't say shit because this could fucking kill our business. You understand? Yeah. That's an exclusive. I don't think anybody ever said that one before. No, that's, no. Mm. that's gonna a be a clip so far. Thanks, because as I think Benoit was mad. Bob Holly didn't visit him the week of the murders. They had plans, and ECW's public enemy Johnny Grunge would help them in their marriage, and he passed. They didn't have anyone else left. Uh, that's coming from Bob Holly, and 
Not saying it didn't happen, yeah. but coming from Bob Holly, I'd have to think twice to believe that word that motherfucker says. He's caught so many lies. It's not even funny, dude. I would like to read his book one day. Dude, his book. Does he have you know, a book? You know how many yeah. people have called him out on his bullshit? <laughs> yeah. 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 Jarrett, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. There's so many guys, countless, that call him out on his fucking bullshit. All right. I saw, I, I was going to say, I saw when Gilbert was on, <laughs> he put a most Gilbert hadn't watched any of the, uh, of the cafe before. No, some guy like even Paul, Paul doesn't have that many bad experiences with the guy. You know, he, he, everybody knows he's a little fucking cuckoo, but yeah. Anyway, it's my birthday. It's my birthday, everybody. <laughs> It was Bob's book, right? <laughs> Actually, you know what? It's a guy from England. And Bob didn't write it. No. You mean Bob? Huh? You mean Bob, not Paul? Bob, yeah. Yeah. No, it was a, it was a guy from England that uh, I almost wrote a book, too. I didn't write it myself. Basically, what it was, it was a guy from England basically doing like a Skype interview and right. basically talking to him. He would write everything down. And he would write it for you like a ghostwriter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking of doing one too, but then my mom said, no fucking way. Just because, like, you guys know me, how there's no filter. <laughs> right? but, so, so imagine so what a book, imagine what a book would look like. <laughs> oh, so instead he does a podcast. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing, like, as much as I divulge, it ain't shit compared to what yeah, I Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm actually being quite, uh, what's the right word? Reserved. Reserved, yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. So if I do write a book, it'll be on the fucking, fucking, uh, what's it called? The Shopify? Shopify. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the merch site. (laughs) My birthday! Happy birthday. God help you next year when you turn 40. That's the killer. When I turn 30, that (laughs) made me go through a midlife crisis when I turn 30. Well, yeah, what did you get at 60? Yeah. What? Nothing. <laughs> hey, I'm, my family lives quite long, actually, okay? So I reckon I'll be all right. Well, my family lived quite long, too. My fucking uncle's 88. All my, on my mom's side, uh, my father's side, they're all in their late 80s and they're still living. But the thing is, I've consumed so much drugs and alcohol in my life that I, I'm taking 10 years off of that. Well, I've got that on you. Well, I, I, I'm all right, thank because I'm pretty teetotal, except the, except the drinking once a year. Uh, quit drinking, James. Drinker, James. <laughs> quit drinking. <laughs> okay. Have I listened? To, I listened to a few songs on the Macho Man rap album. And you know what? Not that bad. <laughs> Not that bad. I remember telling Landy, because... Uh, me and Lanny actually talked a few times on the telephone and stuff. I was like, you know, Lanny, it wasn't. He's like, it was, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. I go, actually, it wasn't that bad. He was like, that's yeah, some good tunes. <laughs> that was I a good Lanny. <laughs> but uh, didn't uh, wasn't Chris like his bodyguard during his time when Who? he was doing the wrap up? Chris Brian Adams. He was like his bodyguard during his time. I think when he put out his rap album and stuff. Did he? Re- oh, maybe. They, yeah, they were best friends in real life. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, 
That keeps that reminds me as well. I need to bring Brian Clark on the show. I interviewed him last year, and he was great. And he had a lot of. Uh, he said his biggest achievement in wrestling, and it's something you appreciate, Renee, was him and Brian Adams winning the All Japan Tag Team Titles. Right. Yeah. He said that's the highlight of his career. Yeah. Yeah. I, and would he, love, I loved interviewing him on here. And he, he's, he's got he's a pretty podcast. Up. He's, he's, podcast podcast. He's, he's just he's just launching it called the Adam Bombcast, I think. Yeah, I saw it all over Facebook. Uh, so you could probably get him on to promote it. I bet. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, follows me on Twitter now. We interact so, uh, and he and I tell you what, as well, very very open about his opioid addiction from the past. Yeah, yeah, I would love. I would I'll reach love, out. Yeah, definitely. Love to have yeah. him on here. Say. Fancy Land, Fancy Land. John Cena's cousin made Kurt Angle's TNA theme. Is that true? I love Kurt true? Angle's TNA theme. Oh man, that was a good. I thought that was a great song. No, no, Cena's cousin was. He was talented, man. He was really, really talented. Like that whole. Um, here's the thing, man. I would always see Cena on his phone in the stands talking to somebody before the shows. I would not be surprised because you know how he always had those raps and shit. I yeah, wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he was talking with his cousin, getting ideas. I would not right. surprise me at all. Possibility. Yeah. Well, speaking of rap, 2002 was a horrible year, according to Bob, <laughs> Missy Elliott, Fat Joseph, some guy named Craig David. What the hell were we thinking? Craig David, man, he's a fucking G. <laughs> fat Joseph is hilarious. No, it's, it's Fat Joe, not Fat Joseph. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, but 2002, I'm, I mean, there's some rap that I like personally, but I'm more of a fucking heavy metal rock guy, and 2002 was great with like Saliva, Puddle of Mud, uh, Disturbed, Godsmack, right? Am I right or wrong? Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, it seems to me, correct me if I'm wrong, but whenever there's like a hot rock band and rock and roll is, it's like the rock and wrestling connection, man. It's like wrestling comes up too. Am I right or wrong? Yeah. 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 It goes like, hand I, in hand. Yeah. And there's so yeah. many things that like, what this music is like directly on to like all the old, any, any gamers in here that played the old SVR games. know those soundtracks were like littered with the greatest rock and, and metal and stuff from that time period. It's all over. Yeah. Smackdown yeah. Fever 2007. Crazy Amazing. train. Oh my. <laughs> crazy well, train? No, uh, crazy. not the crazy train. Is it called Crazy Train? No, you can't exactly. judge a book by looking at yeah, the yeah. cover. <laughs> Remember that? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it <was> great. <laughs> Hold on. When I was there, wasn't it Nickelback or did Nickelback come after no, that was after. Nick. It was like a little bit after, I think. Nickelback. Okay. That was like when I started. We're going out tonight. tonight. Yeah, that was like 2000. Was that 2008? I feel like that was. Probably, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Yoya had, had the best one. Um, I forgot the name of the band, but, you know, we've got the guns, the drugs of my generation. Got, my generation, yeah. Oh. Move to the music, play the fucking music. We definitely yeah. had the drugs. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and then after that one, the next one was fucking uh, Papa Roach. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, want to be loved? Yeah. Doesn't ACDC do it now for SmackDown? I 
think they still do it. I don't know if it's changed. Oh, that is yeah. For a good time. Uh, yeah, that probably has one, to be. I Go ahead. Can't stand. Can't stand the raw one right now. You know Raw's uh, theme, James. I do not. <laughs> it's so it's like annoying. I forget the, the channel. No, it's like one one word that's not coming to my mind, even though it's hammered in like a thousand times. I forget, but bad song by nobody would know probably. Yeah, Hunter, you want some ideas? Change your fucking raw theme song. Get some Black Sabbath. <laughs> That'd be so great. Yeah. Bob Holly calmed it down after Brock broke his neck. No, he didn't. That's the thing, HBK's lazy eye. He was out <laughs> fucking kill. Yeah. After, no, yeah, that's right. He wanted because he was embarrassed by that. That yeah. fucking hurt his rep because he got because he was, you know. And what did I I got a big dent in the side of my fucking head because of that. Anyway, it's my birthday, everybody. <laughs> my birthday. I'm 39 years old. Yay. Let's see. Buy some <laughs> I got an announcement since it's my birthday gift, my birthday gift to everybody. Uh, now on the merchandise site, you buy one T-shirt, get the other for fifty percent off, starting now until New Year's. So if you want some more merchandise, one T-shirt, second and half price, and of course free nice. shipping. There we go. It's a great deal. Great deal. James, you should hop on the deal, James. Well, it's I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's my quotes or polls. <laughs> hey, do we have some more do we have some more clips we can show? Did you get some more clips yeah. ready? Okay. Yeah, what else do you got? I I have that um let me see. Jamie Noble actually had his last match. Not sure if you heard about it or not. Someone, um, and this is just Someone's just said, why not buy one, get one free? Because it costs fucking money to order them. That's why. <laughs> right, it costs money to ship them, especially from where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, yeah, this is, let's see if I can get this on. Here we go. So Jamie Noble had his last match, and this is just cool. the finish. Oh, is that Sami Zayn wrestling in a t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah. Yeah, probably an Usi, Usi t-shirt. Yeah. Okay. But that was at that was at a live show, and I think in his hometown that they allowed uh, Jamie to have his final match, which I think was pretty Virginia. cool. Yeah. Uh, Jamie. Um. He's, he, he has the right position. I'll just go to you like that. I could bury the fuck out of him and just completely fucking just, but I'm not going to do that. And Jamie, if you're listening, you know I could. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Congratulations on your last match, pal. I've got Are we super chats? Are we out of super chats? Or? We got one more. Okay. Maybe this is a birthday gift for you, Renee. Will Jason be on the show soon? Dude, Jason is MIA. Uh, he has a tendency to like go off social media for 
and then I tried calling him. There was no answer. So, Jason, if you're listening, buddy, I'm worried about you, pal. Um, call me. Uh, I'll try calling a couple of times, and then if someone doesn't answer or doesn't call back, I just give them their, their space. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Um, yeah, Jason, if you're listening, pal, just we're here for you, man. If you need someone to talk to, just call me, man. Anyway, what else do we got? I've got a clip from uh, one of the match on Ring of Honor was um, FTR taking on Briscoe's in a dog collar match. That was uh, actually a pretty good, very brutal, very brutal match. And I just have one of the one of the spots from the match here that people were talking about. We have to use this fan cam footage so we don't get copyright strikes, everyone. A hundred percent. Did he miss the table or did he hit somebody? Was so he hits a pile of he hits a pile of chairs. And right. what I thought was wild about that is I didn't know if it because like watching it live because I, I was watching it I thought he was going to the table obviously but he completely over overshot the table hit the chairs I'm assuming intentionally but still it was it was crazy I don't know if the table was meant so, to face no, out did you someone know? pull him they pulled him yeah he pulled him oh, by okay. the dog collar yeah. I think it was like <clears throat> yeah, those, yeah, I've seen their stuff in like Noah when they were this is like in the early 2000s. Their shit was fucking good, man. Uh, I heard a lot of crazy stories about those guys, though. You guys ever hear Ricky Marvin? Name Ricky Marvin, well. yeah, he's, uh, he's a Mexican wrestler, really fucking badass wrestler, really fucking good. You should check out his stuff, anybody. But he would tell me, like, they go out to Rapongi, where that red light district in Tokyo, drinking, and the Briscoes would be so drunk, they start fighting each other in the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess they're really oh, that's like, wild. We're gimmicking a gimmick. <laughs> they're really fucking cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We really, I think one of them was truly missing, like, an entire bottom layer of teeth. I forget which one, but he, like, takes them out for the match or something like that. Like, they just was it the bottom or the top? Oh, it I might be the top. Them. Yeah. Might be the top, yeah. Well, dude, if I didn't spend fucking uh, thirty thousand dollars on my teeth, uh, I could I wouldn't have any teeth either. And that happened when I was eighteen when I hit that fucking post and ping. Yeah. Oh, wow. uh, I lost my teeth three times, boys. It's fucking getting expensive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we had nice two more enough. super chats. Yep. Yeah, RT Machine, thank you, Conrad Thompson, James, and Jonah should be in a stable. We're too big for Conrad. <laughs> Con man. Con man. Con Thompson. man. I will not accept him being called anything else than Con man. He's a con that, artist. That's how he stood me up for an interview once. Yeah, you told me. <laughs> he really? Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Didn't turn up. Can't remember last oh, time I, I can't remember last time I listened to any of his shows. It's been a long time. Chat me up. Me tickle me to death. You did, that just tickles me. <laughs> Throw it in your Google machine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We got Ric Flair's last doobie. Thank you, James. Union Underground was the band yes. that did the raw theme song. Yep. They did one album, which was very early. Alice and Shane's influence. Happy birthday, Renee. Thank so. you, Ric Flair's last doobie. <laughs> I'm 39, and you know what? I have to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. 
Jonah, oh, entertain the people yeah. with your clips. James. All right. Just be stop you. Drinking. Stop, stop drinking. drinking. <laughs> stop drinking. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I, I have. Do I have any other clips? Okay, we'll throw this one up first. Happy birthday, Renee. Well, he, he will read that when he's back. Um, mm-hmm. James, James, say something. As Brock said to Heyman, say something stupid while I get these clips going. Something stupid. <laughs> say something stupid. <laughs> I was actually just watching the 2002 SmackDown. It's the lead up to uh, Brock v Rock SummerSlam. Oh, uh, man, yeah. Main event of tonight's show is uh, Brock Lesnar for Hulk Hogan. That's just on a SmackDown. <laughs> That's just a normal SmackDown. Oh uh, 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 Brock Lesnar's just put up his number one contendership match uh, against The Rock, against Hulk Hogan. I know the finish. I'm like, fucking hell. And there's a six-man tag, right? Edge, yeah. John Cena, like, early in his career. John Cena, Rey Mysterio's against Kurt Angle, Eddie Grow, and Chris Benoit. I'm like the star power, and just them two matches alone is un- unreal. No, that is that's wild. I can't. Uh, no, when I go back and watch, I, I just I can't believe it. we're going right now through leading up to the Royal Rumble. I'm watching all the Rumbles. I think I was telling you, and just oh, like yeah. kind of going to different ones. I just watched 05. That's the one that they have the people opening the door that Renee and Paul are in, right? Yeah, but that's I noticed right. they have they have it's like very like royal, and they have these people open again, and they started the show. And I watched, they opened it up, and I'm like, are they going to have to open this up for every all 30 people? And they yeah. do, yeah. <laughs> I like I like them gimmicks, because, yeah, that was like a Roman Coliseum sort of thing, but it's mm-hmm. s- similar to um, when they'd done WrestleMania 9. Like, WrestleMania 9, it's weird. Not the greatest for, like, match quality, I'll be honest, but because of Caesar's powers, I know it's a car pack, but just the way it looked and like the ambiance of it, and uh, it's still one of my favorite WrestleManias, even it's though, so cool. even though it is voted possibly as the worst WrestleMania. <laughs> I say, tw- I I say twenty seven is the worst one ever. Ele- Eleven. Twenty seven. You said. Yeah, that's when Miz and Cena main evented. There was literally. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Who was on twenty seven? Yad. Cody Fee Mysterio was not Finish- a bad match. No, that wasn't bad. Um, fuck. I know 27. That was like when I was a kid, but I'm forgetting some of these matches. Was Finley and JBL, or that was that 26? That was 24. Oh, that was 24. Wow, I'm off with the bids. But that was 24. You know what? Rumble was kind of um underwhelming. I thought that I just watched was the six Rumble only had like four main eventers. I feel at the time in it, you had like. That 2006, you had like Mysterio and Triple H started, and then I think Orton came out either 29 or 30 to like end it. And in the middle, you had like Benoit and Michaels, but other than that, everyone who, who was in that rumble was just kind of like you know, like yeah. Viseras and Nobles. Uh, yeah, I think the problem with that one, and I love Rey Mysterio, but I don't think Mysterio should ever have been a world champion or win the rumble because he's too small. And I love Rey Mysterio, mm-hmm. but. I think the original plans um, before um, Eddie sadly passed, it was going to be um, Eddie for Shawn Michaels and Batista got injured and had Batista not get injured, it would have been him against Orton. So I think originally Orton was meant to win that Rumble and challenge um, Batista. But then 
when Batista got injured and Kurt Angle won the uh, Battle Royal to become the world champion, the original plan for that, it was going to be him against Taker uh, for the title and those sort of streak. And Kurt Angle was booked to win, but out of respect, Kurt Angle said, I don't want to beat Taker at Mania. So that's why they had no way out. And uh, Angle got the win. And that's why they changed to Triple Threat with Ray Ray wow. like dedicating. So that's a lot of things went into it, like a lot of shuffling that uh, match card. Even, I'm pretty sure Vince McMahon was meant to face Bret Hart that year as well, but it didn't happen. It got pushed to what? When did they fight? Uh, 25? 26. No, 26? Okay, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Did you ever watch that match, Renee? I did not. <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't. don't. <laughs> like you know, billion I'm... share shots. That's the match. Now, this is what I mean, right? I said something, and I said, I love Rey Mysterio. Some stupid idiot. Don't re- disrespect Rey Mysterio. I'm not. I love Rey Mysterio, but I don't think he should be a world champion because he's too small. Uh-huh. But this person, this person has got an issue with me anyway, to be fair. So, I don't but know, man or woman. If you guys <laughs> knew how much money he was bringing in with merchandising. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shitloads. The masks you know and that. But, but even then, though, Renee, I don't know if you remember his booking when he was champion. He lost every week. See, I, I don't remember. He lost yeah. every week, pretty much. He got, like, a win over JBL. Uh, win over Sabu at the ECW. Well, no, not even a win. He drew against, uh, it was n- no contest against Sabu. Then he lost against Booker T. So they booked him really weak as champion. So that backs up what I say. Mm. <laughs> and I love Ray. Greatest luchador of all time. Yeah, plus, don't forget the Hispanic audience, too. It's, it's big in the United States, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wish I would have been on a card with them in Mexico just to see how popular he is in Mexico. Yeah, mm-hmm. I never was, but anyway. Uh, I think we got – oh, yeah, it's my birthday. Thank you, 77.3 is life. Hey, everybody, it's my birthday. I'm 39. I'm middle-aged and crazy. <laughs> I thought 40 was middle-aged. Not there yet. You're still a young uh, kid. No, 39 – Think about it. If I lived to be 78, 39 would be middle-aged, right? Right. Yeah. So Is it, is it scary to think that half your life is now gone, potentially? Yeah. I thought about that today, funny enough. Yeah. I'm like, if I, if I lived in think about it? every day. Well, at 39, <laughs> personally, at 39, I've been around the world at least four or five different times. Been yeah. to 26 different countries. Uh, done all kinds of crazy shit. I mean, I could write a book now, you know. So it's been a good run so far. But that's uh, uh, HPK Lazy's eye. Let's see what he has to say. W dropped the ball, not putting Renee on WrestleMania twenty-two. I was sacrificed. Remember, I was. I was used. Or was that twenty-one? Oh, that was twenty-one. Yeah, what did I do in 22? I didn't do shit in 22. I actually had to call Johnny Ace and ask him if I could get a room at the fucking uh, hotel, at the WrestleMania hotel that year. <laughs> yeah. I was like, can I go? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll book your room. <laughs> Fuck. Bullshit. Anyway, let's go to Deep Charge. What's Deep Charge have to say here? 
Uh, Deep Charge, happy birthday. I hope you're doing okay. Question, what is your favorite move slash moves in your move set, and why are they your favorite? That's a good question. The back rake. (laughs) (laughs) Eye poke. The eye poke. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, My move set and my repertoire. I got a pretty good lockup. Snap it in there. I got a pretty good jab. But uh, yeah, my career is coming uh, coming to uh, coming to an end, guys. Uh, I think I might have just had my last match. This was when was it? November. Yeah. Yeah. There's no plans on me to wrestle going forward, but I will definitely stay on here and entertain you uh, the best of my ability. And unless you have a lot of fucking money, I'm not getting back into a ring. Okay. Next question. Did Renee ever meet Stacy Kleebler? Yeah, I met Stacy Kleebler. Um, no, she wasn't a bad girl. She just, you know, she was the type of girl like in high school that I did not like at all because she was like uber pretty and uber into like fancy stuff and hung out with all the cool kids and all that shit. And I'm like the loner type guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Who was she dating at the time? She was dating Test. Right. Yeah. And then they broke up, and then Test started dating Kelly Kelly. Kelly, That's Kelly. Yeah. She dated David Flair as well, didn't she? Was that a shoot? Yeah. Wow. I know. David's a good guy, though. David Flair? Yeah. 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 Really good guy. Really cool guy. Yeah. Just- was he into... He must have been in developmental when you was there. He was. Yeah. He was. Too, too big a shoes to fill, man. I mean. Any yeah. good stories? Uh, no. Just always very personable and really cool guy. But never really hung out and shit, you know. Yeah. But just a really good dude, yeah. It was sad what happened to his brother, uh, Reid, the youngest yeah. brother. That was sad. It was right after an all-Japan tour, too. Yeah. Yeah, he went over there for I think six weeks, lived and trained in the dojos. And uh, a day or two when he got back, man, he uh, heroin overdose. So that is very sad. But it just shows just shows the the crisis, the opioid crisis that we're, and it's only getting worse. It's only getting worse, man. Now with this fentanyl stuff. I don't know. Is there fentanyl in the UK? I haven't heard much about it, but to be honest with you, our biggest crisis is everything else. There's a strike every day. It's rather the post office. It's nurses. It's the railways. Country's fucked up in a minute. Literally, a mile down the road, they just had the biggest fentanyl bust in my province's history. It was like enough fentanyl to kill the entire Maritimes. Fucking hell. Wow. So it's fucking everywhere. And I come from small town Canada, buddy. So imagine like Joan over here and living in New York State, how much shit is yeah. going on over there, right? But well, holy wild. shit, yeah. we're getting a lot of super chats, guys. We are. It's a good night. Uh, it's lazy. I thank you so much tonight for all of this. Renee, there was a pre show battle royal and money in the bank. You deserved being on that money in the bank RVD one. I deserved a lot, damn it. I deserved <laughs> a world title run. I deserve my own bus. 
observe fucking Puerto Rican girls fucking with a barbecue at my house and fucking flashing titties all around. I deserve all kinds of shit. I don't get it. Sorry. I'm just <laughs> that was actually a line from uh, Eastbound and Down. Uh, I love that show so much. You know, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, Kenny Powers, yeah. Kenny Powers. I'm Kenny fucking I Powers. I that back. I'm oh, my God. <laughs> no, that show was so good. 19 years old, I changed the face of professional wrestling. <laughs> James, you've seen one, that show? Number one draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> In 2004. The golden dick. Watch, <laughs> no, I, I haven't watched that show, no. Oh, it's dude, so yeah. good. They, remember, uh, what's his name? Ashley Schaefer? Right? Ashley Schaefer, <laughs> BMW. That's why my name's um, in the goddamn sign. Woo! Woo! <laughs> it's Will Ferrell, it. man. Will Ferrell plays a use. Uh, no, Ashley Schaefer, BMW. is a car dealer, and he dresses just like Ric Flair with the fucking wig and the fucking glasses, and he's fucking, he does whoop. Well, yeah. well, Farrell, is it an old show then, or is it new? No, oh. not even not new, but it's not even that old. Like what, like two thousand eight or something? Or all oh, right, uh, it was two thousand ten when I seen it. I'll okay, yeah. It. So. Uh, yeah, they did like three seasons, man. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I'll try yeah. and find that one. Yeah, <laughs> we have to do a watch. Directly... We have to do. Sorry, we have to do a watch along of Anchorman one day. <laughs> We need to do. We have to start doing some watch-alongs now. Actually, okay. We're running out of wrestling news to talk about. We need to. We need. To, we need to get something else for the show because there's no headlines in wrestling anymore. Oh well, I heard I'll tell that. You right now. What's What's the other What's the other headline? I heard that Ring of Honor is going to get a TV deal now too. No, not even a TV deal. They're they're uh, they had like a kind of like the network. They've got like on a club. It's like a subscription service. Oh, okay. So yeah, you couldn't actually get a TV deal, so they're gonna put shows on there. Oh, I see. I mean, it's not like there's not too much wrestling already. I mean, no, it's not like you can watch it every day of the week. A different promotion with everybody doing the same goddamn high spots. Anyway, okay, I'm sorry. All, I'm gonna... all the all these fucking wrestling podcasts, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, that one is for Renee. Are you guys watching Raw tonight? Fuck yeah. Hey yeah. <laughs> yeah, why do you think I why do you think I do this till nine o'clock, man? I turn on Raw. I don't even know what's happening with Raw these days. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I haven't got a clue. It was NXT at the weekend, the pay-per-view. I didn't realize. It was. was yeah, so I didn't know that either. Yeah. There was a Ring of Honor pay-per-view. There was an NXT pay-per-view. There's another pay-per-view. It's fuck too much stuff. How do you keep up with it? And you guys love wrestling. I used to. I, I, I honestly I can't even say I love wrestling anymore because I remember I know you know it's like nostalgia, but I couldn't get enough of it. Like Attitude Era, I couldn't wait to see what happened next week. Same but here. now, and I've said to Jonah, and Jonah agrees because WWE does such a great job in production. You can watch a pay-per-view and you know what's happened the last four weeks because they put everything in it. So you don't even need to yeah. watch what's happened because you brought up the speed time you watch a pay-per-view. Yeah. Well, in their in their <coughs> their position, they get all that money, right, from like Peacock and sponsorships and TV deals that it doesn't really matter as long as they throw out content there, right? Yeah. Don't even have to and try. I guarantee, like I'm seeing pictures from their house shows, man. It's like, 
that's that's a I think that's the the only part of their business that they actually lose money in is their live events. Yeah. Well, there was like rumors when COVID was like at its height when it first came that WWE was like axing house shows entirely. Like I I remember reading that that they were never going to do live shows again. It was strictly going to be TV. And I guess I don't know if that was true or whatever came to fruition. Obviously, it didn't. But like at the time, who knows? Because there was a lot of uncertainty. But I definitely read that. Well, they'd have to get their guys doing something in in their uh, PC, like training constantly, because unless you're working constantly, like ring rust is a real thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like the match I had uh, in November, I hadn't been in the ring in like six weeks, two months. And then match was okay. But I could, I knew myself that I was off on things because you're not consistently wrestling. Right. It's like anything else. If you're not consistently doing something, you're going to be off. Right. Right. So anyway, uh, what we got? Super chat. Can we get Paul London? No, never. <laughs> it's my birthday. Happy birthday, Renee. What were the divas that joined WWE do be wrestlers, not divas in your time in WWE, Renee? Okay, I'm trying to understand the, the question. Me too. What were the divas that joined and wanted to be wrestlers and not divas? Is that what he's trying to say? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it means. Uh, or she, like Mickey James. Yes. Um, fuck. Like Victoria, she, she, Jazz, Molly. Molly. Yeah, but then. I'll give Trish credit. She started off as a diva, but she worked really hard to be a wrestler. She did, yeah. But then you had, like, the Jackie Gators of the world. She didn't really give a shit. Um, Candace tried. Like, um, she started off as a diva, but she tried to work hard to become, like, a wrestler, but she broke her neck, unfortunately. Yeah. Gail. Gail Kim. She she was a wrestler. Uh Phoenix, Marie's uh, Beth Phoenix, Marie's mm. to an extent, yeah, to an extent, but I think she's she's she actually just would rather be a fucking mother, I think, deep down because me and her were friends, right? Yeah, as hard as she was and shit, she's like, or is I think she's deep down and wants to be a mom and shit, right? Mm. <sighs> yeah, next question. Ghani Australia stories. Um, yeah, I <laughs> I could name names of top guys, but I'm not going to because might be a lawsuit. But I actually hung out with a lot of fans because they were the same age as me. One guy, his name was Ty, and they were, they would like travel all over Australia following the. You know, and like I would go hang out with them. We go to strip clubs and stuff, and and then uh, I remember them telling me because they'd always be like waiting in the lobby and they'd see everything going on. They remember seeing two high end escorts show up in Sydney at at the hotel, going up to two top guys' rooms. Yeah, so I know all the inside scoops. I'm not going to mention what names, but yeah, that's crazy. 
Yeah. What would you call the book when you write it? Cafe de René Raw or something like that? I'd call it fucking uh, blacklisted for life. Yeah. Yeah. Dark side of René. The dark side (laughs) of fucking wrestling. I'll give you the dark side, buddy. Techno X, thank you. Techno, thank you. We got a huge donation. Oh, my God. Damn, Doc. Thank you. Happy birthday and congrats on the ring retirement. Do you plan on staying away from the scene or are you going to enjoy kicking back? Also, send me that Chanko Nabe recipe. Chanko Nabe recipe. For that donation, definitely, man. Um, Chanko Nabe, I'll start with that because that's the last thing I can remember. (laughs) Yeah, man, you just take a big pot pot with – boiling water you put some miso or different types of uh i like miso soup put that in there and then you just boil like um yeah you just boil chicken and then then, um, lettuce and uh, different types of vegetable mushrooms and stuff and you just boil it in there for i think it takes about an hour you boil it and then cook a big pot of rice and then you just i like to eat it together but what you do is you put the meat in one and then your rice in a different bowl and then that's the way they eat it, but it's extremely healthy and it, it gets in really great shape. I'm sure you can Google it, but uh, thank you very much for the for the donation. And um, I don't know. I'm happy not wrestling right now. And I don't, I actually got two offers just today to go to England, actually. All right. And uh, I didn't even reply because <laughs> I know if I start he talking, wants, he wants then to he wants to avoid shame. <laughs> no, I just no. I know me. Like, okay, if I if I throw out a crazy number and they accept, then the fucking the wheels start going, and then I'll contact this guy, this guy, and all of a sudden I'll be in Europe for like two months, fucking working gigs every fucking day. So, how about no? No. Do we have any more clips? I'll send them the uh, one of I... send them the one of the English can't deal with the snow. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Wait, should I bring that up? It's not wrestling. It's yeah, not here, wrestling. Uh, this is the English trying to drive in snow. Now, Joey, you're from here. New York. Oh, I'm from New York. Yeah, here. you get the, I'm going to get that up, what, what James sent me. That was crazy. We have found it laced in our street, Marijuana. 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 Here in the States, it's a real problem. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, they'll put it in everything, man. And then, like, if you're not used to like a high level of opiates, like your body's not used to like taking a large milligram of like opiates already. All it takes is like a couple of grains. You get that in your system. You can put it in your ear or just on your skin and die. That's how fucking potent this shit is. Uh, There's been, I've seen police officers do a drug bust and they get the fentanyl on them and they actually die from an overdose. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, Talk about a way to kill somebody, you know, because all it takes, you can put a little bit in your food, you're dead. You know, you can mix it in anything, a protein drink. Here you go. Enjoy. It'll be your last fucking shake. Oh, yeah, man. Like something the CIA would use us, you know, KGB or someone. And, you know, all, all the ingredients to make, it comes from China. Yeah. Right? I'm not surprised. 
right? And all the Mexican cartels, they order that shit, they make it up, and they put it in everything. They don't give a fuck. They're making billions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, like, fake um, prescription pills, like Percocet, Vicodin, whatever, and it's pure fentanyl. Oh, man. It's crazy. And like the guy said, they're finding it in marijuana. So people, that's why they should legalize marijuana, especially now, everywhere, completely. And actually, to, to an extent, I think it's going to get to the point where they're going to have to start legalizing all drugs. Well, like I don't do drugs, I've never smoked weed, but it would make sense because obviously there's medicinal purposes for it, but surely they got the government could tax it as well and make some money back. Hundred percent, especially since fucking all our governments are in debt. Well, yeah. So right? I don't know why they don't do it. <laughs> well, they should. They should legalize all drugs, uh, like in BC, where the opiate heroin epidemic's been bad for years. I mean, decades and decades and decades. They have like these these um, actual like on um, East Hastings, where it's like in North America, it's like one of the worst block ratio for overdoses and drugs and all that shit they actually have these shooting parlors where they people go in there to shoot up their drugs and they have fresh fresh needles and they provide them all the services and whatever you know what i mean yeah because that prevents the spread of disease like uh hepatitis and hiv and all that shit right so i mean there's so much drug use like just say no that shit doesn't work man like you know and now with the fentanyl they're just gonna have more and more dead people and Jane Doe's toe tagged all over the North America. And anyway, I don't want to go off on it, but it's, it's a problem. Anyway, let's keep going with the super chats. All right, I got that. I got that um, clip ready. If you want to take a look at Bruce yeah. driving in snow. All right. <laughs> well, I feel embarrassed to be English watching this clip. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't take the fucking time. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> she tried to get out and the, the girl inside's like get in the fucking car <laughs> honestly we, we never prepare for it we're just terrible I mean the country's fucked anyway I mean, you guys tires, have snow no tires? tires yeah you guys yeah. have snow tires over there no right wow. okay. or chains or shit like that no no well, you can that's... buy like like I said, Jonah's from New York, so he gets his fair share of snow. Is it snowing yeah. there now, Jonah? It was snowing there last night. Yeah. Right. Uh, it was. I mean, it was snowing here. Yeah, last night. So. Yeah, because New York so borders Canada, so they're essentially like they get the same weather we do, right? So like, we have two sets of tires. We have the um, mm -hmm. summer tires, yeah. and then we change them to our winter tires. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it gets crazy, and like Long Island was a place where I was for a while too, and it was just um, the snow there gets even just a little bit crazy because I'm in the city, um, in New York City. So when I go out to more of like the suburbs and stuff, it's uh, it's weird because they don't plow as heavily because there's just not there's not as many people out there. No plowed eventually, but here it gets plowed instantly. Like our streets are good, but I definitely fall going to the store or something because they push it from the street all onto the sidewalk. It gets like eight feet high. Oh yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. what we do as kids, man. We fucking play King of the Mountain. We try to get the first one and get on top of the mountain. You pull the other fucker down and you climb up. 
I would do like suplexes and stuff off the top of the fucking mountain of snow. That's awesome. Drop elbows that. and shit. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, so got, cool. Got um this one here. Hey Renee, I just got your CDR t shirt. It arrived super early. I'm so stoked. Messi but jump. Mr. Dupree, you are the best. Oh shit, it got to Puerto Rico already. Well, you're welcome, Juan. Uh, just to let you and everybody else know that now until New Year's, you buy one, get the second T-shirt 50% off on all T-shirts. So go to the Shopify, put your order in, and that will be sent out. Hell, if you if you order tonight, it will be sent out tomorrow. Nice. It's a good deal. And it's my birthday, everybody. <laughs> Happy birthday, Renee. Joe Styles. Hands of stone. Thank you. Renee, is Timothy Thatcher still with Noah? As far as I know, he is. Um, but uh, I haven't heard anything, which I'm kind of disappointed in because I was really wanting to do Muda's last retirement show because mm. I've been, literally been in the same promotion as him for 16 years from Hustle to All Japan to Wrestle One to Noah. So I don't know. But. Uh, yeah, Timmy. Timmy is a great guy. I don't call him. I call him Timmy. 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 <laughs> Timmy. Timmy. My, my favorite episodes when him and Jimmy has a fight. Jimmy. Timmy. Oh, is that when Jimmy was on steroids? <laughs> no, but they, they're just fighting Timmy and Jimmy. Carmen's okay. in the street. Cripple fight. Because <laughs> Timmy, Timmy, I, Timmy I gets jealous of Jimmy. Jimmy got on steroids, and Timmy was like trying to tell everybody that Jimmy was on steroids. Okay. I saw. I saw this. I have it at Teddy. Instead of like full episode watch on people could know what they want clips wise, and could uh, we could see if I could find it and go through it. Some specific things for the future, you know. Uh, for the okay. Show. I don't. I will. I'll get this for next time though. But yeah, maybe something, some interactive thing, you know. If anyone has any ideas, uh, let's see. Raw culture, Renee spitting facts about fentanyl. Great to hear. Lost my stepfather. I'm really sorry to hear that. Wow, sorry, dude. Yeah, man. When I like, like I watch a lot of like YouTube videos, and I think, oh, that's just a big city thing. It's like you know, big cities in the states or you know, Toronto or like Vancouver, but literally like half a mile from my house, the largest fentanyl bus in our province, enough to kill the entire Maritimes. You're talking about a four or five province ratio, man. That's, that'd be like four or five states. Enough fentanyl to kill enough people in four or five states in, the, in, in America. Think about that. That's fucking crazy, man. And that's just a half a mile down the road. Yeah. Uh I, I did away. see this. I did see uh, news on this. Thoughts of Umaga, son starting wrestling training. I think he just got out of prison. I think oh, really? Out of prison? I thought I, I thought I read that. Yeah, he got out of prison and he started. He went to um, is it Reality of Wrestling? Oh, uh, Booker. Is it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because when I lived in Houston, Umaga lived like two miles down the road from me. I would go to his house a lot and. uh Fuck, he had like four or five kids. So I don't know which kid it is, if it's the youngest or... Yeah, 
I remember walking into the living room. There's like three of them just sitting there. Just imagine like three miniature Amagas sitting on the fucking couch watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> and then the littlest one, he was all hyper. You know, you, you tell he loved wrestling. The youngest one. Oh, that's awesome. Mean, yeah. Would you say that the Anawahis now has surpassed the Hart family for being possibly the greatest family in wrestling? Oh, by far. Yeah. Especially with the success they've had recently as well. Obviously, Rock, but Roman and the Usos. Don't forget, Peter, High Chief, Peter, how big of a star Peter, Peter Maivia was. Yeah. Like, dude, he was like, they, they called him High Chief because he was a legit High Chief. Yeah. That was a shoot. And those tattoos he had, that's like the old school where you take a hammer and nail and fucking. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Stick and poke, right? That's yeah, some people die during that process. Think about that for a second. How tough you have to be to get that shit done. Yeah, people literally die in the process of getting that tattoo done. Yeah, my dad was his tag team partner in um, uh, San Francisco. All right. Okay, next question. Renee, can we get a Johnny Ace impression, please? What the fuck, Techno? I'm retired. Jesus Christ, didn't you hear the fucking allegations against me? Couldn't stick my dick? I couldn't keep my dick in my pants? Gosh. Is he still lifted by the twins, mother, or are they separated now? You would think there'd be some issues there. <laughs> well, yeah, but this is wrestling, and it's pretty crazy. <laughs> well, they're not a part of the wrestling thing, okay? But you would think, you know. Well, I see Nikki Bella's got all this fucking, she got her own uh, reality show and she's got all this shit done. And I think that's a part of WWE, isn't it? Possibly. Still pining for John so. Cena. <laughs> <laughs> like E! Network, I think, is the one they're doing like a like a uh, whole, I don't know what you'd call it, like biography or something on her wedding. Um, or, or her upcoming wedding. Who, who the fuck would watch that? <laughs> I don't find them that interesting. Apparently, like, people do find them entertaining. Like, seriously, like, people who I talk to who aren't wrestling fans do know of the Bella Twins from, like, Total Divas and stuff. Like, apparently, that's a good, sh like, a, a well-viewed show. Well, that's what uh, Fandango said when he was on here, man. And he was like, I got mm -hmm. more pussy because of that fucking reality show, Total Divas, than I did being a wrestler, man. Right. Yeah. I love that how he was quite guarded because he's got like a girlfriend now, but you know he tapped a lot in WWE. Oh shit, yeah, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah, he had a feminine character. Fuck yeah, good guy. Actually, he was one of my favorite interviews. Actually, he was a good guy. Yeah, there was another guy who wants me to go to Maine wrestle. I'm like, no, no, thank you. No. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. I like episode of South Park when Cartman goes to the special needs athletic carnival. Duh! How am I supposed to know? <laughs> What's your condition? I don't know. <laughs> Have you seen the one where he pretends? Have you seen the one where he pretends to be psychic? No, 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 no! Little wizard thing, the little wizard hat. Oh fuck! <laughs> What's your favorite South Park episodes? I love the wrestling one. Remember the, the furry, 
Woodland Creatures. The wrestling, yeah. <laughs> I know right. which one you made. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And there's one part where Butters is walking with the character Snarf. Snarf, Snarf. What are we going to do, Snarf, Snarf? Imagination Land. Yeah, yeah. Imagination Land. It's like a free Land, yes. So, <laughs> like, when I was living in Japan, me and my wife, that's what we do. I, watching South Park actually helped her learn to speak more English. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And we literally would watch every single episode in that Imagination Land. And, like, that's our little... You know how, like, when you're... you're I don't know if you, you and your wife have nicknames for each other. Like, no. Well, me and my wife... <laughs> yeah, me and my wife would be like, hey, Snarf. We call each other Snarf. Yeah. That's so, cute. Yeah, it's cute. Anyway, fuck. <laughs> fuck my personal life. The wrestling one, though. Good job. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. the they have the rooster. <laughs> My favorite guy was when they were auditioning the wrestlers, and the one guy's like a singer. I want to be a wrestler, the Undertaker. But then he, the show comes along. You, yeah, Cartman plays the girl who keeps aborting children. One of your aborted children see you now. Mother, why did you abort me? And the fans like, he's a laugh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Uh, Cam, thank you. Yeah, I'm a ghost Shiozaki-san. Shiozaki-san. Yeah, um, he's a really good wrestler. I got a good. I got a good feel of him. We're supposed to have a singles match together, but that's when I got the food poisoning from McDonald's. Fuck you, McDonald's. And then I had to miss. That was a show I missed. The singles match between him, he and I. Uh, he actually flinched on one of my chops. Yeah. I do a running chop in the corner, and he actually flinched. I was like, "You fucking pussy." Yeah. Your tag, your tag partner's doing quite well, Wagner Junior. It's like national oh, champion over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got friends in the right places, man. Let's put it that way. But he is talented. He's a good guy. I like him. Anyway, are we done with Super Chats or? We're caught up. We're caught up. Okay. Well, guys, I was only planning on coming for on for an hour because, and just in case I didn't mention it before, it's my birthday. Hey. Actually, it's my birthday three days, but I will not be on this Thursday. I'll so, be. Yeah, so James, you'll be on Medusa, is that correct? Yeah, Lundra Blaze, Medusa, I'm looking forward to this one. So, should be a good interview. So, everyone, enter your uh, questions for her, please do so, and uh, she'll be able to get some stories. Obviously, I'll be asking about dropping the uh, title in the trash can and uh, WCW and things like that. Hopefully, some great Rick Rude stories I'm hoping to hear, because she was part of the Dangerous Alliance, and Rick Rude is my, in my top five heels of all time, so... Hopefully, some Rick Rude stories. Uh, this is Joan in the chat. Oh, it's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joan's a cunt. It. I don't know if you're a man or a woman, Joan's but a you're cunt. Cunt. Joan's a big fat cunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're now, Jonah, do you have any announcements for your, your show? Oh, no, no announcements. Um, on my end, but I will, um, I'll be the 22nd is when you and I are going to be with Kenny Bolin. So that's going to be hey. fun. That's about, what is that? <laughs> two weeks away. 
James is dead. <laughs> yeah, get your questions ready for uh five five hour podcast. <laughs> yes. Oh and god. We'll try to get our two cents in. John, I don't even try to talk because it'll be impossible <laughs> with Kenny Vaughan. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Do, you want my, do you want my advice, okay? This is what I wish I'd done last time, right? So that's the option, right, of the guests not seeing the live chat? Do that. Because <laughs> if not, you're just going to have Kenny calling out the chat for the whole stream. Yeah, but that's actually pretty entertaining. Well, well yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I find it entertaining. By the way, I, I love how the chat is just roasting J- Joan now. Oh, so, thank you, Jones, Jones on Suicide Watch. <laughs> there you go, Joan. Play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Oh, look at that. Um, one last plug for the T-shirts. It's a special uh, Christmas, New Year's special. You buy one T-shirt, you get the second half off, and, of course, free shipping. Uh, order tonight, and it'll be sent out first thing in the morning. Because uh, It's my birthday, everybody. I want to thank everybody for joining us. I got to go make some ramen noodles and beef. Okay? So this Thursday, check James and Medusa live on the cafe. Check us out, (laughs) Joe.